Welcome, welcome, welcome! Hey there, fellow movie buffs and story lovers. You've just stumbled upon the Plot Pals podcast, where two pals dive headfirst into the captivating world of movies and books. That's right, folks. I'm your host, Morel, and sitting right next to me is my partner in crime, Anna. Whether you're a fellow writer, filmmaker, or an avid fan, we've got something special for everyone. So grab your popcorn, find a cozy spot, and tune into our podcast filled with insightful stories and occasional wild tangents. Welcome to the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to The The Plot Pals! Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. We're still choosing the name, so I'm not going to say. Oh, okay, that's right. (laughs) It's between two names right now. Yeah, we're having some <laughs> serious elections here, guys. Okay, it's v- even more important than the presidential elections. I know? know, yeah, yeah. No, I ask people, and it's so hard because, like, one of them gets more votes, but yeah. then the other one is, like, it's getting votes by better people. So I'm like, which one do you choose? Well, what is better people, <laughs> moral? Right. Oh. Yeah, why am I getting so judgmental? <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> what she means, I think, is that uh, there are two different audiences right. that they each choose different kind of names that yeah. actually determine these names are kind of similar but different in their tone and theme so it's going to exactly. determine the yeah. podcast i feel like it's actually. a huge decision because like then i know yeah i don't know because what if then later we change like what we talk about and it doesn't match the name right for the podcast who changed their name like my university that changes names every three years <laughs> you are so stupid <laughs> yeah yeah Tor- toronto metropolitan university oh like, what the fuck just call it one name, and now they're just copying your thing. Anyway, do you want to mention what names there are? Maybe uh, this will help. Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually, guys, let us know which one you like more. Mm. There's Plot Pals, The Plot Pals. Plot Pals, it's like we're talking about plot, yeah. and we're pals, Yeah. and it's like a PP situation. Yeah, it's very easy to say. Plot Pals. <laughs> Two pals talking about plots of movies, of stories, mm-hmm. novels, whatever yeah. that you like. And our life is a plot, too. So I feel like it right. matches pretty well. Yeah, exactly. And then the other one is, well, there are <laughs> some yeah. variations. There are very Okay, so the like the original is right real. And right as in like tie, like right. And then real as in film. So it's one of those that are like, you say it, it sounds different than it actually is. Mm. And that's what it could confuse people. We're like, write real, and then somebody's trying to type to look for it, and oh, they just can't. Oh, that too. So there's all these problems. And then the variations we had were like, real writers, as in like, real film real. R-E-E-L. Right? But then it just sounded like we're saying like, hello, we're real writers. We're real guys, we're believe lying. us. Come on. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I know I like it didn't work that well, but mm. I still like. I feel like there's something yeah. there. I I like see it. that. Yeah, writers yeah, yeah. real, sure. writers real yeah. writing. The real talkers, real talkers, tail talkers. We got we went through a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but let us know which one you like more. Mm. Um, which one you feel comfortable and kind of uh, relate to more. Mm-hmm. Just like you would enjoy saying to someone, you know, you wouldn't be yeah. embarrassed to like. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, we'll yeah. think about it. Right. I think we got to start with bringing up the posters and, like, the new art because we're, like, slowly getting our footing down. And we put, like, some stuff that inspires us and stuff on the wall. I think it's looking quite good. Yeah. So let us know <laughs> what you think of it. Yeah. Some Beatles 
uh, posters mm. and all that. Marl is a big fan. <laughs> obsessed. I've listened to every song like thousands of times. I'm Do you ever get obsessed with like one song and keep listening over and over? Oh yeah, and then I get sick of it after that and just don't I know. listen to it yeah, at all. Really good girls. This happened to me like the other day with this song called Sprinter by Dave. I don't know if you heard it. It's no. like this r- British rap. Yeah. Oh my god. So I listened to it like 30 million times yesterday. Wow. And then cuz it's like inspiring and mm. motivating and it's like about a like a successful guy like singing oh. about girls whatever but i listened to it so many times <laughs> that now i kind of like almost makes me want to throw up but it's so oh good my goodness i don't know don't do it that many times i do it and i imagine that i wrote the song that i'm the singer oh, i know that's so bad <laughs> but that's really good because you actually have a good voice so like it's oh no no, no 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 i don't I have one but uh, definitely you do i can sing in lowercase but mm. don't ask for the higher because like, mm. I, I don't know. Like I, I love singing, right? But I know I have a bad voice. So like okay. I try not to do it in front of other people. But then when you're alone, you're like, it's yeah. fine. But you do play music and you're into music I and all that. Yes. Yeah, like you would think it would be better. But I feel like the life of the like the musician is the ideal. You oh. don't, don't you agree? Because yeah. like what they do is like so emotional and it's so short because like it's mm-hmm. so easy for everyone to consume a, me- a song it's yeah. only like two to three minutes right it's not like it's gonna take like three hours of your life like a movie so people are like okay i'll listen to the song and then it transports them they keep wanting to listen again mm-hmm. so i feel like people who are musicians successful ones that actually true. made it for that's yeah. true yeah. yeah like they live the ideal life then they keep performing it and I see, making yeah. it better that's so mm-hmm. good but you know when business comes to writing or art, it kind of gets in the way because writers or like artists are just not into the business aspect. Mm. It's the logical part, and they're into art. It's they're into like the creative part, and that's when it gets really bad. And usually, um, it's because uh, like it's about business. And at the end of the day, these companies want to make money. They mm. want to uh, get the audience and. Uh, it just doesn't necessarily mean that your art is bad if you don't get that's selected true. or you don't exactly that's why a lot of artists have managers yeah that's the next stop right because right. you don't want to have to deal with like constantly trying to sell yourself you just mm-hmm. want to create the art and the best ones just have a brand you know they just have a personal kind of brand mm, that's and true. a set of like traits that they always uh like showcase yeah. And kind of is like exaggerated. Exaggerated, yeah. It could even be fake, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. That's their character. That they That's show. true. I mean, the same probably goes with the Beatles, of course. Yeah, you're so right. Because they're like, they grew up in Liverpool. And I'm just going to give a history of the Beatles. But oh, yeah. Like four guys who just randomly met and started this band. And they were like all foul mouthed. Like, they had, they had rough childhoods and everything, oh, okay. right? But then once they became artists and got a manager and everything, they gave them, the Beatles, this look of like, pretty boys with suits on all the time and so like cute and kind and Mm -hmm. like the perfect boyfriend is what their look was right so all the time like they would dress identical like four perfect guys if you girls are friends like these would be your ideal Mm -hmm. men so that's the image that they sold but they weren't even you know that's not how they felt at all i see yeah but i'm kind of guilty of not listening to beatles everybody's kind of Come on! Oh my God! <laughs> what well, the fuck? I well, know. That's but what so do you bad. listen to if not the Beatles? 
oh, I don't want to say it. Everybody's going to just judge my music <laughs> taste. It's so mainstream. Okay, everybody. <laughs> no, I'll say it like, because the Beatles are like the top, top, top. Mm. Everyone knows. Everyone talks no. about it. So it's almost like you don't even want to listen. You're like, okay, I'm sure it's not that good, right? You're just like, okay, they're the Beatles. Who cares? But then when you <laughs> listen, you realize what it is. Uh-huh. It's like this magical quality, all their songs have. I have to listen to it. Yeah, I got obsessed in high school. Like, I could not stop. Really? Uh, in, oh, in calculus class, whatever. Mm. In, like, English class, my he- headphones were in, and I'm just listening. Because you know how if somebody listens at school, you just, like, you think they're a really bad person. Like, you think you're a weird person. Because oh. teacher's talking. Why are you listening? But this music was so good that I could not stop. Wow. Yeah, I have to they listen to their songs. Too many love songs, I will agree. Uh-huh. But oh, that's good. I, I I'm a romantic romance. person. Me too, yeah. yeah. Well, all about that. So how was your weekend, Moro? So since last week, I'm trying to think. I tried to be productive because okay. all we did was talk about writing and... We talked about it, guys. <laughs> we were so productive. And and we even met after like going over our ideas mm-hmm. and getting... And that, that was really helpful because yeah. when you get somebody else's opinion on what you're doing, suddenly it changes everything. That's true. You're not in your head, like stuck with. Exactly. Mostly because we always just encourage each other and we're really nice to each other. So we never criticize. Uh, And uh, that's why when even either of us has bad writing, we just don't say it to each other. (laughs) And that really helps us to be very productive. You know, (laughs) I recommend it, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if being being a little critical is not too bad. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I guess. It'll take time. Because, like, let's say we're both writing something that's not so good. Uh-huh. It's, there's no point in, like, both of us being like, that's bad and that's bad. Right. Maybe we just push each other forward to do better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if it's really good, mm. we're going to push each other, as you said, to do it, actually, and go for that idea. That's true. And if it's bad, we just don't talk about it anymore. Exactly. You can kind of tell. Like, if you say an idea that's not so mm. interesting, Paris will be like, oh, oh that's cool. Um, oh. Are you thirsty or something like that? It just offers me food. Do you want to go eat? And then I'm like, okay, so this one, no. I'm oh not gonna my do god! It. Which is a great way to do it, actually. I would. Mm. I did it unconsciously. I oh. didn't even know. <laughs> Maybe you overthought it. I don't. I, yeah, I do overthink a lot too. So. But no, I like most of our ideas right now. Like at this stage, at least. They're personal, at least. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best you could do right. is write something that is either either is something that happened to you or you saw happen to someone else. Yeah. Or at least it's like your thoughts through another character. You know, it's got to be personal. Like my problem before was, OK, what idea do I write about? Do I write about an astronaut or like um, some big scientist trying to save the world and stuff? And then I realized, uh-huh. OK, what do I know about that? That's uh-huh. so uninteresting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the character. I, too, used to, like, mostly think about the setting and the plot and all that. And now I'm like, that just doesn't matter as much as the character, you know? It could be in the most boring town in the world. Right. But the character can be really mm-hmm. interesting. I wrote, uh, uh, no, I actually read a story, a very short story by Stephen King, I think. Oh, okay. And it was online, just on a blog, and... It was actually in a very boring town and mm-hmm. really boring people, but the character kind of, or the people that interacted with the character were really kind of intriguing, interesting. Mm. 
they're funny sometimes but uh, there was like this mystery there so yeah and was it a horror the short story yeah of course mm. uh-huh. that's what i'm saying because yeah. horror kind of adds to any story uh-huh. i feel like as as long as the character is scared right. and you're with them you're like oh i hope you're s- you stay safe and like yeah don't check in that room and stuff so mm-hmm. maybe that's a good point maybe we should write a horror movie next Oh no 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 no! no, 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 no. <laughs> I I'm too delicate for that. Come on, I don't even watch horror movies at all, and I don't know even wow. what the plot is about. Oh, I, you oh. you should know more than anybody else. <laughs> I one time I just walked out of a horror movie. We went to okay, so we went to a theater together, right. and we were watching it when it just came out, like the clown movie. Yeah, it's not Stupid. that scary. It's not. It is. Come on, it was crazy. Kids movie. <laughs> Kids movie. Oh yeah. I was literally dying there with the sound. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my. I, I still got so overwhelmed. We just saw like I just she walked out. I closed my <laughs> eyes and ran out of the theater. Just wow. I was hoping I wouldn't trip myself down the stairs as I was going, and I just went to another theater and watched a comedy. Okay, a very kid-friendly <laughs> comedy on the front row. You know, I just sneaked into one mm. of the. That's good. At least you got your money's worth. You watched another movie. Yeah. I Damn. I can't believe it. Must mm. be something in your Probably. childhood or something <laughs> where you just like you don't want to believe or Probably. Yeah. I'm sh- kind of sure. Because I never, you know, it was like my brother and I both of us oh. like really watched uh, very very like kid-friendly things when we we're growing mm, up usually yeah, disney and things like that i mean everybody did but yeah both of us never were into exciting things like that have you seen indiana jones what are you doing oh my god okay guys so I I iconic yeah i'll punch you <laughs> no, i know i know i know i'm a <clears throat> i'm a movie virgin oh yeah good, you good way of saying it yeah because you can always do that later as well you know? mm. no pressure and if you didn't know she's the real and i'm the right sir so exactly that's true um, so we kind of like bring each other into the different worlds yes exactly. yeah i always get really mad when like Paris says she hasn't seen this and that <laughs> but at the same time she's read so many books that i haven't read so it's not like i can complain that much uh <laughs> Yeah, but she does say, like, have you seen this movie? And I sometimes, like, if I have time, I go and search That's it and watch true. it. That's true. Yeah, so. you're right. Okay, actually, yeah. But, and I do nice. like it. Oh. <laughs> and it's great. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And right now, like, before, if you would have said watch a movie, whatever, whatever, watching a movie, I mm. would watch it. But right now, when you actually care about the plot, the story, the characters, mm-hmm. you watch it more intensely, you exactly. like it more, mm-hmm. you kind of understand the scenes and everything like that. I feel like that's true with anything. As long as you have a little bit of knowledge of what goes into it, yeah. suddenly you have such m- bigger you appreciation. Exactly. You see, like, the behind the scenes of that. You kind of, like, imagine that. Mm-hmm. Whether before you were just an audience, yeah, but now you see everything differently. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, which is really important because I've heard that right now, like around two months, uh, nothing. There's no production actually for any TV shows, right. films, anything. Our favorite films and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so mad because I wanted to watch Fast and Furious. Did you? What? <laughs> you don't watch any movies, but you wanted to watch Fast, Fast and Furious Twenty. <laughs> But they didn't make it. Come on now. That's interesting. Yeah, because industry is going through like big changes right now. Mm-hmm. With AI, 
it's a little scary and i'm kind of glad because like they're they're trailblazing with like saying you know what we don't want to be mistreated so i appreciate that right i mean uh, we were talking about it the other day that i was actually shocked at how much writers actually control mm. the movies the directing exactly. and all that yeah, and true. we were talking about it and uh Although, like, director is the one that has the final say and the actors kind mm. of interpret the characters or the lines. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the writers that kind of, like, fill the outlines and kind of sketch it out, sure. you know, the rough thing. Mm-hmm. Or even the finer, you know, kind of work on that. So writers, especially, like, in screenplay and screenwriting and all that, it's so much more even detail that writers put in i know because i feel like okay if you were to think of like a family and the kid is the artwork yeah the mom is definitely the writer that like births this kid right and then the dad is like the other crew members like they help raise this kid sure Uh they have their dna in it but like without the mom there would be no kid wow so i feel like and then and then maybe the editor is like a teacher or something like it definitely shapes you later Mm mm-hmm because editing is also important. Uh, that's a good analogy. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And uh, what was really interesting was that writers actually determine how the scene should look like, how the actors should look like in a shot, like mm-hmm. if their back should be to the camera or they should yeah, like they where do. they should stand. I didn't know that. That's like a little bit more iffy because like some writers do it, some don't. Uh-huh. But yeah, like very much the visual language is first ba- based on what the writer says. Right. And then like maybe changes a bit, but mm-hmm. it's so crazy. It is so good. And that's why like they should really appreciate it. I was mm-hmm. so shocked that they don't they don't pay them as well. Yeah. I mean, it's all about the writing. Yeah. Well, I saw a tweet the other day. It was like um, this person was getting residuals for a TV show that they wrote. Whereas, uh-huh. like, whenever it plays, you get a little bit of money for what you, um, uh-huh. like, made Like a already, commission? Right? Or yeah, something? like like a commission. I think yeah, it's kind of like royalties. Like, imagine uh-huh. a song plays. You get, like, a few dollars or whatever. Right. Apparently, they were getting, like, two cents per TV, per episode. Oh, my God! Two cents? What? That will take you, like, ten years to, like, <laughs> buy an ice cream or something. That's so little <gasps> for your work. What? Writing an episode of a TV show that was made. Two cents? How could you even do that? And the TV shows are just so interesting, like, with the jokes and all that. Yeah. It has to be entertaining every second. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Like, That's I don't know crazy. if it was two cents a week or two cents a month. Or even Whatever. if it's, like, a, an hour. That's just still so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean... No way you can think of a two cents. It's just, it's nothing. You just throw it out instead yeah. of giving it to me. Like, imagine getting a check for two cents. Are you retarded? Mm. Oh That's not a good word to say, but. It's oh so my bad. God. Really I bad. know. We're really mad at them. Mm. Because we're future writers. Come on. You can't do That's this. That's true. Oh my God. I think our future is in stake with the AI and all that coming. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we should, we should use it as a tool. I mean, it helps us a lot. At the end of the day, I feel like the idea Mm. is from a person. Mm. You know, for example, AI doesn't know the kind of like premise of a show or what it actually is about, like the tone. But it doesn't know now, though. Could know later. Yeah, yeah. It could really develop. Because here's what I think. So first of all, like, how do we learn to write? 
-hmm. we kind of like experience some things in our life and want to talk about it uh-huh. or we watch other movies and books so i feel like ai can do both of those like ai can analyze every mm-hmm. single book ever written mm-hmm. in a second just have that knowledge and then also if it becomes conscious where it like oh my god realizes like oh this is what a funny person said and now i feel kind of bad and stuff like that easily they'll tell like good stories so that's like you can't even argue with that sure mm-hmm. but at the same time just because ai is telling a story doesn't mean like your story is going to be invalid because right. each person's experience is still important and like still i feel like art is the best place to be with ai developing that's true right i mean it doesn't matter like at, at the end of the day uh art does help humans uh, mental health and all that you yeah. know it's kind of is a way of expressing and creating so mm-hmm. it's very valuable in its own and like anything else technology didn't change the value of uh handmade that's art true. you know that's true like mm-hmm. um, we were talking about it the other day like the handmade carpet is so much more yeah it's worse than the machinery yeah one. people yeah. look for it more than a machine made which That's can be true. made so much easier instead of like months yeah. of work mm. like for example printed art doesn't have That's that much true. value as like a actually painted one you're right it's a good point but it kind of but the thing is that you have to brick there has to be like a watermark is something that you can actually tell the difference that's the thing <laughs> with the ai writing mm-hmm. you can't tell who is this a person that wrote it or mm-hmm. not the more and more i realize like with ai developing what you are going to be selling mm. is going to be yourself because uh-huh. like what's the difference between my story and your story and this ai story it's just our personalities oh. right so it's like okay if somebody is interested in hearing what parastu has to say okay. then they'll listen it doesn't matter if the ai story mm-hmm. is better right so it's more and more about just making that like personable impression on That's somebody true. to want to listen to you cuz i feel like okay this is what artists do right <laughs> like other people have jobs that either like help the environment or like help sell something to someone or like i don't know solve a problem artists are kind of like in the street shouting like oh listen to me i thought of something really cool kind of like philosophers uh-huh. it's like listen here don't listen to that person look at what i have come up pay with. attention to me right love me <laughs> love choose me <laughs> yeah exactly pick me <laughs> yeah such pick me people but but the idea is like you're just shouting waiting for your voice mm. to be heard or like trying to get it heard right. so it's all about selling yourself as a person that's you true be a prostitute <laughs> like not not selling yourself sexually that was but like so good yeah <laughs> but just That's like true, yeah it is all about that i mean yeah uh, there was a time like when i was reading more about sales and i was interested mm-hmm. in sales uh one of the things that i thought about a lot and mm-hmm. told a lot of people that asked me why i want to get into sales was that because at the end of the day or every day you sell yourself you know mm. you sell your ideas to your friends yeah. to your family you sell um i, I don't know you know your something that you have a service or a product you yeah. sell something at the end of the day even if you want to work at like a mcdonald or something mm. you sell yourself come on yeah you have to go to the interview you have to promote yourself so it's yeah. really it's a very good skill and a lot of artists um as i said like they don't get into the business aspect which is like sales is a part of so they may be really good artists but they can't really promote themselves I know, that's, that's the bad. biggest skill that yeah. like 
it's so important too like you can't say one is more important than the other because mm-hmm. somebody could make like average art yeah but if they're good at selling themselves it will get out there right. way more than somebody who's just in their little corner like never showing it oh. to someone or being like oh here take this because nobody true. wants to pay put time into your little ad- thingy that you're doing yeah that's true that's true it's all about the attention these days mm-hmm. I mean, even we are doing this and it's because we want your attention pay That's attention right. to us Pitch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly like the other day or was it yesterday i posted something to instagram oh yeah and it was just like so cool how so like it says how many l- seconds somebody listens to it before they walk away wow, and like really? all these details and you're like whoa i got somebody's attention for like two seconds and then they're mm-hmm. out or like somebody listens for like 30 seconds and was so that like cool. um that's the piano one it was on Instagram Reels, so a lot of uh, strangers also can That's true. see it, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, such interesting stuff to think wow. about. The analytics have come really like detailed yeah. in Instagram. I, I can't believe they're just giving that information for free. It's so useful um, for artists. Yeah, I love that piano piece. You have to actually Thank play you. it once. You know? Oh my god, yeah. You have to play your piece, too. My piece. Two, two musicians in this room. Right Old MacDonald. Uh, that <laughs> one. Great. I'm just starting piano, guys. Mm. She great. influenced me. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I used to play a lot in front of other people, mm. and then at some point I got like scared, and I was like, uh, I'm just hide it. But it's oh. so important to play, right? You know? Make in mistakes. Front of others, who cares? Yeah. yeah, just play it. It's so different when you mm. play it actually for yourself yeah. and then in front of others. Because when you play for yourself, you don't even realize how often you stop and go back. Mm-hmm. Where you just like play something, okay, correct it, go back. But when you're playing for somebody else, yeah. you just have to push through, even if you play wrong, right? Right. Because if you keep going back, that's so annoying to listen to. That's so true. That's an important skill to have. That's right. That's right. Perform. We got to perform for each other. Exactly. So how was your week other than what we just Yes, <laughs> well, other than that... My lungs got burned by the fire there. Right, and what the fuck is going on? I know. And uh, I heard a ton of New Yorkers just complain and show us their aesthetic living, you know, in the orange filter kind of. I know. Have you seen Blade Runner? No. Not to be annoying, but okay, that's another movie that's like futuristic and it oh. looks just like New York right now. It's yeah? like so smoky and the buildings are like wow. black now and yeah, and I actually thought about it a lot and came up with a solution that oh, I want to present for okay. the fire. I would love to hear it. Yes, yeah, so uh, the solution is that uh, I personally tried that and I have contributed a lot to uh, putting out the fire. So I take a lot of oxygen okay. and the more oxygen I take, the less there is for the fire to uh, spread out. So what? How scientific is this? I know, right? And I actually uh, recommend this officially to the government as well to do this. And they just go, the parliament and all of that, just go in front of the fire and just Mm. take the oxygen in. Uh So there is less for the fire to spread. I love that because also like Mm -hmm. the fire, the smoke is so bad for you. It's like smoking like 20 cigarettes like every second or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So then it will kill people Mm -hmm. as well, bring down the population like in two ways, help the environment, right? That's that's true. That's a really solid point. Yeah, and this is a good time for (laughs) the smokers. I mean, they're like, okay, I made a good investment now, you see? (laughs) 
I told you, you know. <laughs> and those non-smokers are just mm. gonna cough and die, you know. No, and all you're that. right. Yeah. So what was the point of them like not smoking all right. the time? Right. Exactly. That's genius. And there are probably gonna be some, um, you know, some uh, restrictions or mm. like kind of compulsory smoking vaccinations so you have to smoke like a hundred in a room uh, so you could get like immune your lungs could get immune to that and then if wow. you don't smoke a hundred for the first dose <laughs> right so uh, you can't go anywhere i'm sorry we don't give any service to you oh my god yeah this is, that's also another recommendation like to them yeah let's just like get our smoking tolerance up so yeah. that if something like this happens it doesn't bother us right that's amazing Lol. Let's <laughs> just. Yeah. Do you have any cigarettes? I remember one time she actually offered me. Oh, I kept I forcing don't. you to. But smoke. I just coughed it out. I just. Oh, that was so good bad. for you. Good for you. Yeah. But no, what about now? No, I stopped smoking. What do I do? Well, you want it? No. So in this section, we're gonna talk about His Girl Friday, the movie that Maral picked. That we're gonna talk about the script, which is brilliant, by the way. It's just amazing. I I loved it. She recommended it for the first time to me, and uh, <laughs> I just binge-watched it. It's, it was great. We were thinking about, we were like, let's pick a really modern movie that just came out, like really relevant. Yeah. And then I was like, what about a movie from 1940? <laughs> uh, and then Parasol was like, sure. Like, she's very That's open relevant. to it. <laughs> and like, I'm so happy that you read, the, you watched the movie, like yeah. as soon as I told you. That's really amazing. Oh, no, it was so good. I mean, mm. I just watched it a little bit, and it it hooked me. Oh. I couldn't stop watching mm-hmm. it. But I'm proud of you because like people recommend things to me and I almost always don't watch them. That sucks. Mm. I know that sucks. <laughs> but I don't know. When you do, you feel good about it. I mean, it. it's more like if it's your taste, you go and watch mm. it. If it's not, you're just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's about the main character is Hildy, which is a woman in her 30s. I think so, like 29 or something, probably. Yeah. And uh, she is in newspaper business and the press. But right now she actually wants to quit and uh, wants to get married and Mm. be settled and have children like that. And uh, she has divorced one of the top like managers in the news in the newspaper that she works for. Exactly. So like, she she was the pretty girl, came to work. She was also good at her job. So she got the top guy to, like, date her. They got married. married. Yeah, her. But then she realized, okay, I hate this life. He's just always working. He, yeah, she divorced and, him. And he's manipulative That's and true. all that. Because so. even in my culture, like, if you're divorced as a woman, it's kind of, like, just a really bad thing looked right. upon, like oh my god this woman she ruined her life blah 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 mm. but then here we are in 1940s 40s. yeah and they they have a story with a woman divorcing and then she comes back she's like funny she's I constantly know. happy every man is just mm. accepting her and the husband is even so cool with everything right. what the hell so i wanted to show how how kind of like creative the writers were just mm. like in terms of every single line what they what they talk about is like Right. Things that I wouldn't come up with, but such they created such like vivid characters that immediately you know what these people are about. True, yes. With like a few lines. I mean, in the first five minutes, you just get the idea of what the story is about. Exactly. Like, what the characters are, mm-hmm. are at least like. That's and that's the goal of like any good script mm-hmm. is that in the first like five to ten pages, you you kind of like understand what they want yeah. and like 
what they're going to do to get it and everything like so quickly. It's so fast paced. That's another thing. So yes. it's like back to back dialogue. Like, mm. okay, when you watch it, it's like a million miles a minute. It's like, like the script mm. is in the version I have is 200 pages, yeah. which is I feel like it's a little like if you search up, maybe it'll be less. But even 200 is insane because like yeah, normally really scripts is. are like 100, 120 pages. Even 90 pages 90, sometimes. You mm-hmm. said, yeah. yeah. So we're going to role play. The- oh, yeah, we are going to role play. Well, you are going to say it with the accent. I'll oh, try. Oh, my God, yeah. Okay, uh, more context. So right now we're going to start. I chose like a couple pages from different parts of the script. Mm-hmm. First, we're going to start with the beginning, just to get introduced to the characters, right. how they talk, what they want. Yes. Stuff like that. So you play Hildy. That's the woman, mm-hmm. main character. Maisie. Maisie is like... um. Like a typer in the secretary. Yeah, a secretary. (laughs) Perfect. Hildy approaches the switchboard. Hello, Maisie. The first operator looks up. Hello, Hildy. You coming back? No, just visiting. Tell me, is the Lord of the Universe in today? He is, and in a very bad mood. I think somebody stole one of his crown jewels. Shall I announce you? No, never mind. I'll blow my own trumpet. Hildy turns to Bruce. Bruce is the fiancé. Okay. I won't be more than ten minutes, I promise you. Even ten minutes is a long time to be away from you. (laughs) Okay. So, this first page, I chose it because we're introduced to both the main characters, even though one of them isn't even in in yet. So, the other main character is the Lord of the Universe, right? That's Mr. Burns, the previous husband. Like, see how brilliant the writing is? Mm -hmm. The Lord of the Universe. You get the idea of what the character that we're going to meet is How he sees himself and how he treats people. And how others see them. Exactly. So, like, in the very first scene, we see, like, another woman working at this newspaper place. Mm -hmm. And how, like, she acts. She's just kind of, like, oh, kind of happy, but, like, stressed out. Like, should I announce you? Somebody, he's in a bad mood, whatever, stuff like that. And then we also see Bruce, like we see the other husband and how he treats her. Yes. Right. Who is like, oh, even 10 minutes is a long time to be. So he's a romantic type. Mm -hmm. And if we have like the next line of Hildy, Mm -hmm. we're going to know that she really likes it. She's surprised. It's like really new to her. Yeah. She's like, do it again. I love Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And, and. ah, Okay. Now we're going to go to Hildy talking to the toxic guy. Mr. Burns, Walter. Lord of the Universe. Walter. <laughs> okay. Walter Burns, the ex-husband. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, like imagine nobody even in the audience knows that these two have been married, right? Because we don't know. Like we're following the story. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Like everyone watching. Mm-hmm. But so immediately you find out their whole backstory. Right. Okay. So, Walter Burns. How long is it? Hilda finishes lighting her cigarette, takes a puff. And fans out the match. How long is what? You know what? How long since we've seen each other? Let's see. I was in Reno, six weeks. Then Bermuda, oh, about four months, I guess. Seems like yesterday to me. Maybe it was yesterday. Been seeing me in your dreams? (laughs) No, Mama doesn't dream about you no more, Walter. You wouldn't know the old girl now. Oh, yes, I would. I'd know you any time. Any play. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, really. He sings. Huh? 
He, he grows lyrical and rising from his seat is about to start towards her as he continues, any place, anywhere. <laughs> you're repeating yourself. That's the speech you made the night you proposed. Anytime, any place, anywhere. I notice you still remember it. I'll always remember it. If I hadn't remembered it, I wouldn't have divorced you. You know, Hildy, I sort of wish you hadn't done it. Done what? Divorced me. It sort of makes a fellow lose faith in himself. It almost gives him a feeling he wasn't wanted. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Look, Walter, that's what divorces are for. So what, what do you even say to that? It's just so romantic. I love the banter. Yeah, it's so true. good. Just the exchanges are just amazing. It's just like so witty. Like I feel like no one in real life talks like this. No. And that's why I appreciate movies. Yeah. They just show the best type of conversation. That's true. Right? Yeah. Like you would wish if somebody says it seems like yesterday, you wish you would say, oh, you've been seeing me in your dreams. That's a perfect line. Yeah. No so, one says that. No. Right? Nobody talks like that. So I know. Like, okay. And here's how like romantic and like manipulative he is. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, you wouldn't know the old girl. Meaning like I'm changed a lot. I've right. changed. I'm not like gonna fall for you anymore but then he says oh i'd know you anytime and then starts going into a song that he made like he said for her while they were getting married so slick i know right he's just a this kind of manipulative psychological wizard right like okay try to imagine this in real life is like you divorce your husband Mm -hmm. you're going to meet him just to say like I'm leave like I just want you to know I'm getting married. Yeah. I just want you to know like because yeah. we were I'm together. I'm quitting because he's also right. the boss. Right. So. Exactly, exactly. And then immediately like two lines in he starts talking about when you two were married <laughs> and like singing to you. Like how can you not fall for this guy? I he's know, insane. Right? So well written. What the fuck? Um and then also the actors did a crazy job with it too, but we'll get back into that yeah. after. So this is another little section so in the same conversation that they have Oh, okay. Is uh, the end of it the where same scene, right? The same scene, just a few pages down, oh. where it's like finally, like it, their whole story comes out, and oh. we find out what the movie is going to be about, which yeah. is like, is she going to stay with him and with this job, or is she going to choose the married life right. with a calmer person? Let's see. Okay. Walter Burns, go ahead. You've had a better offer, eh? You bet, I've got a better offer. Well, go on and take it. Work for somebody else. That's the gratitude I get for. I know, Walter, but I... What were you when you came here five years ago? A little college girl from a school of journalism. I took a little doll-faced mug. You wouldn't have taken me if I hadn't been a doll face. I hadn't been doll-faced. Why should I? I thought it would be a novelty to have a face around here a man could look at without shuddering. <laughs> Listen, Walter... I made a great reporter out of you, Hildy, but you won't be half as good on any other paper. And you know it. You need me and I need you. The paper needs both of us. Well, the paper will have to learn to do without me. And so will you. It just didn't work out, Walter. Mm. (laughs) Very good. Okay, so three lines here. The paper will have to learn to do without me. Right. So will you. It just didn't work, work out. out well. So now you want to find out, like, why didn't it work out? Right. Please try again. And then by the end of the movie, we'll see. No, no, no. We'll see. Yeah, yeah don't spoil <laughs> And we'll see if it'll work out or not, because he's pretty toxic. Right. So you see how perfectly these lines are written, right? There's just, yeah. like, the writers, three writers wrote this, by the way, all, like, wow. working together. Every line is just 
written for a reason. It's like perfectly funny and it makes yeah. sense, right? So you'd be like, they probably just filmed this and, you know, called it a day. Yeah. Like they filmed it exactly. Because even it had like really good directions. Like, for example, it's like a helpless look back at Hildy. Like all these like, it's very visual. Mm-hmm. Like you could see exactly how the movie would go. That's true. But if you watch the movie and then read the script at the same time, you'll see like, how different actually they are like not even just line by line but like whole sections right it's almost as if the the actors read this and then took it as inspiration Mm -hmm. and just started blurting out like their own versions of it that's true that's why it feels so fresh like some some writers and directors are really precious with their words they're like okay you didn't say this by like you said purchase that's not good. I, I had a rhythm going. You have to use my words. But then for Howard Hawks, like he let the actors go free. Really? Just say whatever came naturally to them. That's amazing. I know. And the thing is, the script is so good. Like, it I is. don't think it needed it. It doesn't need yeah. Yeah, any alteration or anything. The characters are very similar. Like, mm-hmm. it's like Hildy is the female version of Bruce. Right. Oh, Bruce or? Bruce. Burns. Oh, sorry, Burns. Burns. Walter, mm-hmm. the ex-husband. It's just amazing how similar they are. She kn- she can tell what his next move is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They they show that many times in the story where he's like, he's a step ahead of her. She's a step she's ahead a of step him. Ahead. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. But at the same time, they have their like urges totally. Like the right. woman is still very much like, I would love a house. I would love kids. Yes. Comfort. Even though she still is like just as smart and like capable as Ooh, as even Burns. More than right. Yeah, as Burns and more than other guys oh, that yeah. are there. So. Easy. So they they make a good couple if they, they do. do get back together. Two toxic couple. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good together. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, uh, they kind of resemble the, the Great series. Mm, yeah. Catherine right, right. the Great. So mm-hmm. I haven't Hulu. seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. You have See? to. Now, now you're, you're going to be like, well, you just said you <laughs> never watched. So I'll write it down here right now. Sure. The yeah. Great serious they're exactly like that especially from the second season on i haven't uh, seen the third season but they're exactly that two mm. toxic couple that just go back and forth they're together mm. on and off relationship just like that Sweet. and they're so toxic like imagine uh, is it the king and queen yeah oh yeah that's, that's so good <laughs> i mean she takes over the kingdom mm. yeah tries to kill him he tries to kill her but then again they they're together is this based on a true story or no it is based on a true story, yeah. but uh, the series is kind of uh, fictionalized. So. Right, got you. Um, so that's that's my recommendation for mm-hmm. the week. It's just so nice. Like, give it a give it a watch. If you don't want to read it, just give it a watch. It's so, so, fun. so fun. It's on YouTube too. So it's on YouTube. It. Yeah. But yeah, it's available everywhere. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So uh, now I want to give my recommendation mm-hmm. for good writing, an example of good writing that kind of like shows the whole setting of the story from. Mm-hmm the actually the first chapter so the book is 1984 by george orwell Mm. classic classic yeah i love him it's just amazing i love Mm -hmm. these kind of uh, stories that he builds and the settings and the worlds that he actually builds that Mm -hmm. are actually very timeless you know in a sense Mm -hmm. and uh just speak for every totalitarian society so we start this story with the main character, Smith, I believe, that uh, actually walks into his building. And uh, from the first moments, you get the sense of like this gloomy, uh, 
and cold, really pessimistic setting and mood. Mm-hmm. Even. Do you remember what he was doing, like very first scene? Like yeah. he was probably trying to do something. He was walking in the building, and that's where he was working. Is that no? True? He came back from work, mm. so he was going into his apartment. Okay, I see. So yeah, he was walking to his apartment and uh, in the salon, I think the lobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, he realized that uh, uh, the escalator, I think, or elevator, is not working. Mm-hmm. So because of the hate week they're preparing for the hate week oh, that's a wow. new term that you get introduced to mm. in the first page uh they want to save energy and electricity for the hate week <laughs> wow <laughs> i love that that's a great way to introduce a character because mm-hmm. like first of all it comes off that he was coming from work so he's like tired and like right. he's being himself he's not hiding anything mm-hmm. you're seeing where he lives that's a great way to show what a character is like and you're also seeing like his environment of like okay here's a broken elevator why is it broken you're seeing all these things about his world right immediately you kind of like relate to him as a person that's you true. know so that's you amazing. relate and also you see that everything is just not working like mm. everything something is wrong with everything like the elevator is wrong and the weather is bad and right. everything is just so pessimistic so like negative mm-hmm. and then you get introduced to the term hate week they're sa- saving energy for the hate week what is hate week what are they going to do mm. and for somebody new to this kind of like uh, societies or these kind of worlds they may not understand mm-hmm. what like hate week is but when you come from actually like a totalitarian kind of society mm-hmm. like Iran as we do come from uh, it's just you understand that very well I mean I remember I was right. in school and uh, they would have like these days they, these specific days that they would actually like uh, chant against other countries oh, yeah. and things like that. It was crazy. Specific days, more like every morning for us. Right. Like death to America. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like yeah. little kids. They would, to do they would brainwash kids. Yeah. Like these are real stuff. These are not like some fantasy that he wrote about or like some extreme things. Mm-hmm. These things actually are going on right now. Yeah, at least like nine years ago while I was there was going on. So... I, I hope they changed, but I oh don't think goodness, so. Oh my goodness, no. No? It's even worse now. That's it's crazy. With the Iranian like revolutions that happened mm-hmm. recently, like these kind of changes and all that. So they're wow. more even extreme in schools and all this stuff. There's actually these like 10 days, specific 10 days in winter in mm-hmm. Iran that is like dedicated to the new um, kind of... Regime? S- regime, mm-hmm. yeah. The new regime. So... They actually chant against like the old king and right. yeah, they say everything that they want to that. So it is hate week. Exactly. Hate week plus yeah, right. <laughs> hate week plus three more days. So. <laughs> 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 Did he right. write yeah. this in 1984? Is or is that just the name? <laughs> no, actually, he wrote it away earlier, yeah, right? I think he wrote it at a time that it was like a future kind of date. Right. So it was like very futuristic. I I don't remember when. So Actually, he kind of like I well yeah I don't know either I wish we yeah. had somebody to search it up for us right. but I'll say either way he thought this is the future and that's what he spoke about and he's a hundred percent right you know Big Brother's watching like now we're all under surveillance a hundred percent of the time so he got that right totally exactly and even, even for more. this country and yeah. even more 
because we have these like telescreens, as he says, like yeah. all the time with us. So mm. the mobile phones that we have, it's even like worse than mm-hmm. what he thought or kind of like exactly. wrote about. That's the thing. I feel like democracy and kind of this freedom that we have is so, so delicate and mm. it's didn't just come by really easily you know mm-hmm. it took years and years and lots of sacrifices so we could get this kind of freedom right now in mm-hmm. this part of the world at this mm-hmm. time so we're really lucky and we have to preserve it i mean it's always these kind of free societies are always in danger of being attacked by uh totalitarian and conservative kind of like conservative in a sense that they try to restrict mm-hmm. people like an Iranian uh, regime is exactly like that. They're extremely conservative, so they try to uh, make everybody think the same way as mm-hmm. them and uh, act a certain way according to like the religious kind of mm-hmm. beliefs that they have. So that's fair. But I wonder, like a country like Canada, how right. could they fall prey to that? Because people are all educated; they have like access oh, to no, media. Oh no, no, no! Actually, the educated people actually are the worst because when you are more educated you kind of like uh distance yourself from the political world mm, you right. see most of like these people that are actually like educated but mm-hmm. what standard society right. is they actually like don't care about any of this stuff they just mm. want to live their lives and think that everything will be great if they just don't vote mm. or they don't do anything care mm. about their political system they think that Mm. They shouldn't care about politics. You see, a lot of people say that I don't care about politics. Right. I mean, you should care about politics. But why? <laughs> why should because, you care? <laughs> because uh, this kind of world, this freedom didn't come easily. It can just go away really fast. Like even right now, we're mm-hmm. in danger. Like if you don't care about this stuff, mm-hmm. democracy is always in danger of being like dominated by people that want to take absolute control you know right but if people are like i don't care then that means they're not going to also listen to whoever is forcing them to do things right Uh, no well they have to right i mean if you Mm. are in a system that is like Mm -hmm. that yeah i guess this is like the big joke that's like communism is lurking make sure it's not coming towards you I mean, it's like, <laughs> if you, true. like, read history or something, I mm. haven't, like, I'm not really good at that or don't know much mm. about history. But the little that I know, I know that even right now, countries like Iran and, like, lots of these countries that are in Middle East, they're still fighting for that freedom. Mm. It's not easy to come by. Even in Europe, you know how many years it took? So finally, now... We have, like, some country, new country, like America, Mm. that is, like, free like this. You're right. It took a long time, and it can just go by like that. Don't take it for granted. That's right. Go vote. This this applies to me, too. I have to research (laughs) about this mayor. That's right. Okay. I mean, I don't (laughs) care, like, about politics right now, but I feel like when when you have just grown up in a country that is always, like, your everyday actions, your everyday decisions are very directed towards, like, the system that you live in, mm. you know? Like, your lifestyle is totally woven with, right. with the political system. 
and every day is about that so you kind of like have no choice but to uh care about politics learn about it that's true and that's why like i love george orwell because he just tells the truth and mm. it's exactly because i have lived in that society and you have as well and the other 80 million people that live mm. in iran so mm-hmm. or north korea is yes, even worse so that's many like other the countries. exactly the picture of the book so wow right? and uh this book i think it's it has a good writing because of the fact that in the first chapter you just get the idea of what the mood is like and the things that you get introduced to repeat themselves throughout the book and story and as well as the fact that um well one thing i like is that you don't get the definition of every new word. Mm. It's like you're welcome to this world and you're not a stranger. It's mm-hmm. like we expect you to know, to know this about this stuff. Yeah, so that was cool. Sometimes he does introduce and uh, kind of like define some terms, some mm-hmm. new terms, like what was it, like the Ministry of Thought Truth, Police. Thought right. Police, yes, mm. exactly. Uh, so he does define those things, but it's because you're seeing it through the main character's kind of thoughts. I want to define everything. Like, that's bad. That's so bad. You have to go naturally and organically. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel really organic if you just describe everything all the time. That's what I'm struggling with right now, too, as I'm, like, editing this documentary. Because, like, all I want to do is, like, kind of tell the story Mm -hmm. as I remember it. And then I show people and they're like, well, no one's going to know what this is about because we were there and we know. So now I'm kind of op- struggling with the opposite where I'm like, I don't want to explain anything. But also you have to find the balance of like, I okay, see. how do you keep them still kind of like not confused? Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know. Cause it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of. Because like, those are my relatives. Like, I know who this is. I know who that is. It's fine yeah. if it cuts back and forth. But maybe somebody who has no knowledge will be like, well, these two look like the same person. So now I'm confused. You know, so there's all that. That's true. Yeah, Marl is working on a documentary from her visit to Iran. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, coming together. The new project. Oh yeah. Wow. Very proud. Yeah, I am proud of you too. It was just amazing. It's just so beautiful. Just amazing. No, but but maybe one day it will be. No, no, no. I love the shots and everything. Like Mm. it was so natural, and just tells the essence of living mm. in that kind of situation that city that would be the dream yeah. if that happens so that for would be sure good. no like w- the thing is we kind of live through the week and then things that come about yeah that true. in intrigue us we talk about yeah. oh also for the first time this week i went rock climbing you did so fun is it? have you ever really? been no but one of my friends did and mm. he, she just recommended me yeah to go oh there. my god first of all okay my arms are really sore like i oh, can barely wow. move all of these muscles were used right my but it was so like motivating okay I'll, I'll say this thing quickly yeah so when you're climbing yeah all you can think about is like okay at this point like there's no other rocks i can reach like yeah. how do i get further up and all you're thinking is like okay that's it i'm slipping i'm tired i want to come down oh. like these are your thoughts right mm-hmm. but some guy was helping us 
Yeah. And and he was so motivating. He's like, "Okay, you can do it. Keep going. Try mm-hmm. harder. I'm proud of you." And all that. And every time he said that, I would like find another rock to oh go up goodness. higher. And then like three seconds later, my brain would come back like, "Okay, there's no other rock. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm stuck." And it was so crazy how what you say to yourself mm-hmm. is a hundred percent related to your how much power you put into what you're doing and like for sure yeah so fun exactly the Mm. same thing i realized when i was working out with a friend yeah and she's like a professional uh in like working out and stuff she has the best body like she's Mm. been working out for years now Mm -hmm. and uh i realized that i would always limit myself like to a certain kind of certain weight and yeah like not push myself as much and I, you push I, yourself a lot as well so i'm surprised like no, that, that happened after i met her oh. so yeah i was like before i would just just take the 10 pounds and mm. do like eight reps, right. something like that okay. and i would say i'm a beginner you know i have limits i shouldn't really pressure myself right. but she just pushed me you know she's just like you can do it no you can do it you can get more, like, mm. get more weight, get more weight. You can do that. And I can actually do it. And I was like, oh, my God, what is my limit? I have no limits, it seems like. It's Genius. like the sky is my limit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Like, that was crazy to me. But at the same time, there are some limits, though. There are, yeah. <laughs> there are like, limits. But, mm-hmm. like, uh, I could push myself so much more. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because right. I kind of, like, always would tell myself that I can't do that. no. That's so true. What a yeah. good point to like just know in life. Right. I, I opened uh, one of these like fortune cookies and oh. in it, it was like good thoughts make life better and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so accurate. Thank yeah. you, fortune cookie. Like just <laughs> have positive thoughts and you'll do better than that's if you're true. just constantly even putting yourself down. Mm-hmm. You should be the last person who puts yourself down, right? Because like true. everyone else already does that. Yeah. And that's why it's good that like if you want to do something, it's better be with a friend or someone so they can push you. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like even when we're doing the podcast together, I know that we're going to commit mm-hmm. because it's both of us. Exactly. And we're going to just learn so much faster because she learns something. She's going to tell me I'm I learned something. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell her. So it's going to take less time. And it's going to take, like, more commitment. So Yeah, more commitment. Exactly. Like, how how embarrassing would it be if one of us was like, sorry, I can't make it. Right. So then we do it. Also, we're going to write right after this. We're going to go sit yes. somewhere and write. So that, again, is going to help, I feel like, doing I it w- together. We want to write a script. We have some ideas. Right? Yeah. We want to write that and kind of, like... Yeah, something. maybe we'll share it next week. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just the idea. Yeah, sure. Just the idea. Probably, yeah. So, All right. So... Thank you for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. <laughs> oh, yes. We do love you. Thank you so Heart. much for listening. I really, really appreciate your time mm-hmm. and the fact that you're with us. And good times. Watch His Girl Friday. Read 1984. Get inspired. Yeah. Write your own script. Read our script. Listen That's to the Beatles. <laughs> um, right. Start your own podcast. Do whatever you want. There's exactly. no limit. That's right. That's true. And please, if you like this, follow us so we can go on this journey together. Follow our podcast, our journey. And subscribe. Subscribe. There's going to be a TikTok. There's going to be an Instagram. There's going to be YouTube. We'll be busy. Yes. Busy ladies. support us. Support. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you next week. I love you guys. Bye-bye.